This episode of Disney Film Project is brought to you by the letter A, the number three, and touringplans.com. Check out the new optimized touring plans. If you go on your phone and use the Lines application while you're in the parks, the touring plans will update automatically based on the latest data. It's the coolest thing ever. You've got to check it out. Check out the Lines application and the new optimized touring plans over at touringplans.com. They are the sponsor of this episode of the Disney Film Project podcast. Welcome again, everybody, to the Disney Film Project podcast. This program is where we discuss the films of the Walt Disney Company, and it is quite the project, and we are happy to undertake it. I am Ryan Kilpatrick, owner, proprietor, blogger, uh, janitor, and um, sometimes uh, landscaper at DisneyFilmProject.com, where you can read about blogs about the Disney shorts and films. Uh, Joining me to actually make some conversation and fun this evening to talk about one of the Disney films are two of my fabulous friends and film buffs, that have uh, come to delight you and uh, surprise you over the last several weeks as you've been listening to this program, we hope. First of all, we have Mr. Todd Perlmutter, who is a blogger at touringplans.com and who is also chief technical officer at disneydrivenlife.com. How? Me want gold. Ah, very nicely done, sir. (laughs) How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good, I'm good. I'm uh, (sighs) good. Just here to talk talk movies with with my buds. I mean, yay! Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I'm here. I'm in. I'm 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 recording. Let's go. Let's Hi. Kick. So speaking of buds, we got Miss uh, Miss Brianna over there, who uh, you might know as an attractions blogger over at DisneyDrivenLife.com, or or you could know her from Adventures of Brie at AdventuresofBrie.blogspot.com, or you could just sense her radiant personality from wherever you are. Uh, in in the world at large. Hey, Bree, what's up? Well, I'm honored by that wonderful compliment. Thank you. Oh, you're quite welcome. It's quite true. Is there an app? What? Is there an app for that? Ooh, I should look into this. (laughs) (laughs) There might be. There might be a a Radiant Personality app. How about that? It's worth looking up. Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. And, and speaking of radiant personalities, the person who makes this show run, who uh, who edits it down, and boy, did we already give her some stuff to, to deal with, is uh, Miss Cheryl Perlmutter. How are you tonight, Cheryl? Doing good, and you, and you neglect to mention I am the one who 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 picked this film for us to, to, for us to talk about. I, I, I was getting to that, because uh, the film that we are, are talking about this evening is Squanto. A Warrior's Tale. I'll dun, get that dun. a second to sink in. That would be Squanto, A Warrior's Tale. Dun, that, dun. Yes. Uh, Cheryl, you are correct. You picked this film. And why did you pick this film, Cheryl? Well, I figured most people would think we would go with Pocahontas for our first Thanksgiving film. And so I didn't want to go with normal, let's go Pocahontas. And then we had Indy in the cupboard, and Mike. Well, that's not really about Thanksgiving. So I dug into the Disney Archives list on the D23. I found Squanto a Warrior's Tale. I didn't read much about it. I just read that it, was, it did, did involve Thanksgiving. I was good. So I like it. <laughs> there we go. Rationale, people. This is what we do. I think that by the four of us watching this movie, we tripled the box office for Squanto a Warrior's Tale. I think you're right. I was actually surprised it was in the theater <laughs> when I read it. It wasn't for long. No, no. No. Um, Squanto was released in 1994. So it was released on, I guess you'd call it Halloween weekend. It was the weekend before Halloween, similar to how things were this year. Um, and it w- it, it placed a, a triumphant 14th at the box office that weekend. Woot. And it's Nicely done. <laughs> yes, um, with a with a stunning gross of one million dollars. Oh, party it up! Yes, and and it would finish its box office run uh, with a stunning gross of three point three million dollars. I can't wow. take it. Did it make its money back? It. I'm gonna guess no. 
Burn. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm guessing that just a couple of actors probably were paid for this movie. Uh, I'm guessing the producer. What I'm saying is, at the end, I don't think there were any points or anything going to the the, the good actors in the film. Mm. No. no, but I mean, well, <laughs> Irene Bedard did go on to be Pocahontas, though. She did. Yeah, she did. So. That's kind of amazing. Well, yeah. and that's not, uh, and the box office is not an indication of the quality of the film. Let me put that out there first, yeah. because the film's not bad. No, it's no. and it has it has recognizable actors in it, uh, and it's told well. And there's people that that most of you will probably know as we go and start talking through it. Um, but I'll be honest, I'd never heard of it before this. No, I hadn't uh, either. I figured it was a direct-to-DVD release, and I had heard of it, but I'd never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd had I'd had uh, no no knowledge of this of this movie. Uh, it it was directed by Xavier Kohler, I believe would be the way you would say that, who was a uh, a Swiss director, um, who is most known for squanto a warrior's tale i'm guessing i i i, I don't know what it would be known for that's awesome uh his uh, his other credits include such uh heartwarming pictures as the frozen heart uh der schwartz tanner uh ries der hoffnung well that's my favorite yes i i know i i know many of the night we've skyped and and had popcorn to ries der hoffnung oh uh, those were the days Yes, uh, Grips Home, uh, Cowboy Up. He 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 directed that movie with Molly Ringwald and Daryl Hannah and Keeper oh, Sutherland. Wow. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been very busy lately. Obviously, <laughs> Xavier Collar hasn't. Although he is currently appearing, according to IMDb, filming a movie entitled Summer Night Winter Moon. So he's got that going for him. Oh. Huh. So good on you, Xavier. Yeah, uh, but it's so the film's directed by Xavier Culler. It is the tale of Squanto, uh, and I will defer now to my research-inclined uh, friend, Mr. Todd Perlmutter, to tell us who Squanto is before we start discussing the actual film. Sure. So uh, Squanto is uh, there's actually a, a little bit of mystery behind who Squanto is. I mean, we know who he is from the from the Americanized version of the tale, okay? And he is the the pilgrims come over on the Mayflower, and they're going to die out if they don't make friends with the Native Americans. So they do, and they originally make friends with a, another Indian who is not Squanto, whose name is escaping me at the moment. But doesn't really – I mean the point is, is the other Indian brings back Squanto to work with the pilgrims so that they can survive, and he teaches them how to do nifty things like hunt for fish, plant corn – Pick berries. Nifty. <laughs> Understood. Okay. Hey, that is nifty stuff. No, and, I know. I just like that he used the word nifty. <laughs> and then uh, back, and then you know, and this, and um, he teaches them um, all these survival skills. And then when they come to harvest season, they pay back the Native Americans by having a huge harvest feast, which comes to be known as Thanksgiving. Though back then they probably did not actually call it Thanksgiving. They probably just called it dinner. Yes, yeah. big dinner with Indians, well, Native Americans. Well, they called them Indians back then, so it's fair to call them Indians. And we all understand why they called them. things that they called them. Yes. Well, we all understand why they called them Indians, right? No, Todd, enlighten us. Okay, well, because they, they, when the Americas were originally discovered, they had been sailing to find India. <laughs> figuring that they were looking for a shorter trade route than going west around the around Africa. Right. They so, got a little turned around. Yes, they did. So thus, when they got there and they found natives, they called them Indians because they thought they were at India and didn't realize there was a whole other ocean involved. Absolutely. Very cool. Those crazy oceans always getting in the way. Which, yeah. which is evidenced only at one point in the movie when the uh, brother... Timothy, did I get that one right? No, no, brother Paul refers to the world as flat. <laughs> he does. That's very true. Yes, that's very true. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, okay. So that's Squanto, the the actual Squanto. Yes. Um, the Squanto in the film bears a resemblance to that Squanto, although yes. slight. 
Yes, as in he's Native American and happens to have the same name. Correct. And come from the same tribe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there, and there are store our our similarities end. <laughs> yes, um, this is definitely a, a Disneyfied version of the Squanto story, as in we have to find a hero and he needs to be heroic and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we will take some liberties with history. I know you're all shocked. How surprising. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> so uh, Squanto is played by by Adam Beach. And uh, as we, op- we open the film basically with him uh, getting married to Nakuma, the aforementioned Irene Bedard, who uh, would go on, as Todd mentioned, to voice uh, Pocahontas in a film that was being developed at this time. That made more money. A lot more money. <laughs> But sadly, it was just as historically inaccurate. Uh, yes, uh, it, 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 and, <laughs> and both movies highly, highly criticized for it. Yes. Yeah. Although, a uh, uh, slight tangent on that. So yeah. you remember when we talked about The Lion King and we were saying that at the time, everyone working at the studio thought that Pocahontas would be the big picture and that The Lion King was that crazy other picture. <laughs> yes. Based on the the success of Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, I wonder if they changed their mind on that. I love it. <laughs> and, and by the way, speaking of The Lion King, I spent about the first 10 to 15 minutes of this film singing Nakuma Matata. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Not sure why, but I did. I, I, I like that. Oh, well. Just something that popped in my head, you know. <laughs> But as for being historically inaccurate, I didn't think it was that bad because, I mean, they could have made it worse. That's all I'm saying. We could yeah. have had much more historically inaccurate than, than what we got. So it's, it's important to note that everything that's actually in the real story appears in some capacity in this movie. It's just the way it appears is what's inaccurate. Right. Okay, I, yeah. think, th- I think that's important. Yeah, that's a good point. It's it's basically like you wouldn't want to watch this if you have a, a historical report for your child and you wouldn't pop this movie in and have them write a report on Squanto based on this. Um, but it is it, – it, it was basically they took all the events that happened to Squanto and sort of rearranged them to, to tell a better story. Right. I mean there are things like Sir George was not as bad in real life apparently as he was in this movie – and um, things like the monks immediately just decided to buy up all the slaves and then figure out how to get them home. But home, they didn't understand where home was because of the world being flat thing. So they actually Squanto ends, gets in the way. Right, Squanto ends up in London for several years and actually lives it lives there for many years in real life. That's the you know there are a lot of fundamental differences. Right. So, like we mentioned, Squanto's, Squanto gets married, that's the opening of the movie, and shortly thereafter, the English arrive, and they basically Shanghai Squanto and, and Epinal, who is from a different tribe. Um, they, tried, they were trying to capture more uh, American Indians, yes. but they weren't able to do so. They, some of them escaped, and basically Squanto, shortly after his marriage, is dragged off to England with Epinal. Who is a Nosset, by the way. Correct. Uh, and they, they are sent over to, um, to England. So when they get to England, the uh, Sir, aforementioned Sir George uh, inspects them. Uh, Sir George is played by anyone? Anyone? Oh, you're asking. Uh, Michael Gambon. <laughs> Famous for his portrayal of? Dumbledore. Yes. So, so that's the first one. Folks, we have we have Dumbledore in this movie. Although much younger. That would come, yes, much younger, and that would come years later, and with a really, really obnoxious mole on his face. <laughs> yes, extremely. <laughs> and and lots, and lots of makeup. <laughs> which I'm assuming is is something a nobleman would do in those days. I don't know, but you know. Yeah, I don't uh, know. There was the whole powdered wig thing back then, you know. True enough. True enough. So they, 
they pull Squanto and Epinal into a theater, um, basically, because Sir George is viewing them as property, right? He wants to get the maximum value out of the two of them. And one of the ways he thinks he could do that is to put the quote-unquote savages on display in front of the people. And he sh- uh, they shove Squanto into the, uh, into the arena uh, in front of a bear. Yeah. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not Big Al. From the country bear jamboree it was not no, no. not even teddy bear no. Uh, no it wasn't teddy bear it was yeah. uh it was an actual bear yeah it was is, yeah and, and he fights it yes he does he, he fights it hard uh gets scratched up and injured um however squanto with his native american uh ways is able to somehow chant or sing the bear to sleep yes. and thereby escape from from the arena where he had been fighting the giant bear but the he crowd frees the bear that's the best part of it i mean he's really so here here's the thing can i can i stop for a sec so i like um it, it was very interesting to me this whole thing because one of the things that i liked that they had squanto doing was something that my favorite action heroes do okay and that is that they completely understand where they are what everything is and how to use it to the best of their advantage yeah that's very true Right, and that's and 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 they actually do that here, right? He ha- he he just figures it all out, figures out a way out, and figures out how he's going to get out, and what he's going to do. So it's like it's like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He uh, throughout the entire movie, he is very resourceful. He's like the MacGyver of the Native American world. I mean, he he figures out how to get out of his handcuffs in like no time flat every time they tie him up. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's he's. Squanto Houdini is what he is. Squantini. <laughs> Squantini. <laughs> Maybe he's really a superhero, and and putting the bear to sleep is one of his superpowers. Yeah. He's he's he's. T- Maybe this is, he's this is Apache go, chief. You know, who knows? I, I'm gonna make a superhero reference. This is gonna go over like everyone's head except me and Todd. He's Mr. Miracle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah he is. No, no, I don't, I don't see that. That's okay. <laughs> well, he does. He does get away scot free. Sorry. Yo. Yes, he does. Right. <laughs> that was funny to me and Todd. All right. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I know. I'm sure we'll have five of the listeners who will like who will laugh at that. Yes. Any any listeners who get that, you get bonus points. All right. So. Squanto, Squanto manages to escape and, and runs off into the countryside, basically, uh, where he is found by a brotherhood of monks. As Todd mentioned, um, the monks, you know, in real life did not live in the English countryside. Um, they were actually in Spain, were they not? Yes, they were in Spain. Yes. So, slight difference there. However, uh, we do get a Spanish monk or a monk who had previously portrayed a person who is Spanish because Mandy Patinkin is the one who takes in Squanto. My name is Enigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And also, he was also a doctor on ER. Yeah, he was. And yeah. an alien. He's everywhere. He's Mandy <laughs> Patinkin. I mean, I think he's on. I think he's been on almost every TV show. You think so? Pretty much. Possible. I, I could yeah. believe it. You think we should add him to our list? List of what? Like. Like we have the list of like the of you know if if they're in the movie they get the the movie's gonna be good type of thing. I don't know. I'm Maybe. unclear on that. I'll have to yeah. think about that. <clears throat> yeah. I can't I can't offhand think of a bad Mandy Patinkin movie. That's true. Because this one, although fun to mock, is not bad. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not bad. Um, but yes, so uh, Mandy Patinkin and the and the and the singing monks, although they don't sing, but I think it would be more fun if they did. Um, <laughs> they take in Squanto, uh, much to the chagrin of the of the head monk, Brother Paul, who is is basically of a similar mindset to the the English who had captured Squanto. Right? They, he's you know this man is a savage. He is from the devil, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, again, it's very predictable plot. Right, but as we've said before, it's not necessarily about whether you know what's coming next, but how well it's done. And in this case, it's actually done very well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, Mandy Patinkin 
uh, brother plays brother Daniel, who becomes Squanto's friend, and he teaches him English and helps him to recover from his injuries, and you know, sort of involves him in everyday life at the monastery. Um, and and they're trying to teach Squanto about the ways of their lifestyle, whereas Squanto is also teaching them about his lifestyle at the same time. So, I mean, like one example is Squanto finds corn, which they had never seen before, and makes it into popcorn. Yes. Um, which looked very much like Jiffy Pop and not real popcorn, but that's okay. <laughs> I so want to take a dry dot, just entire corn husk, and drop it into the pot like that. Yes, because it will come out exactly like perfectly popped Jiffy Pop. Uh, yeah, not well. burnt either in a cast iron pot. It was amazing. Yeah, Squanto has skills, man. Yes, he does. Yes. I, just, just like Sir George said, Squanto is sensational. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so he is magic. You know what's interesting to me about this is, so I take my notes while I'm watching, right? And one of the things I typed out were, are horses native to the Americas, right? Because Squanto acts like he hadn't seen a horse before. So I did a little bit of research on this, right? Because when we see traditional cowboy and Indian movies, yes, okay, and I'm calling them that because they've never been called cowboy and Native American movies, so nobody get mad at me, okay, is um, I looked this up, and it was very funny because the um, horses had existed in the Americas but they were hunted to extinction because they were a food source, okay? And then uh, it was actually the Spaniards and the Europeans that brought them back to the Americas, so it is actually accurate that Squanto would not have seen a horse before that point in time. I was wondering about that myself. And I, I appreciate thought, you looking that up. Yeah, so I thought that was very, very interesting, and uh, I just figured I'd mention it. Yeah, because it that is, is Mandy Tinkin who teaches him to ride a horse. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes. Yes. Yes. I have to compliment Adam Beach, the actor who plays Squanto, though, because he is, you know, mo he spends most of the film sort of off balance and, you know, out of his element. And he but he does a really good job of being earnest and charming and trying to re and really connecting with the viewer, which is not an easy thing to do, um, especially when you're when you're playing Squanto, the magic escape artist. Well, they gave the character a lot of character, right? I think that was yes. one of the that was one of the, actually the better things in the movie was just the way he his his uh, curiosity and his love of everything that he saw was just kind of it really shined through. I don't know, yeah. you know, how everyone else viewed it, but that's how I kind of looked at it. Yeah, yeah, it was very genuine. I yeah. like that. And yes, I, genuine. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. I think I think he he just did. I think it was a gr a good like you said the script was good and the direction was good. But I think and I think from an acting standpoint, he did a great job with it too. I think just all around, you know, he kind of made the movie for me because if he doesn't work, if he plays it wooden, then it it doesn't come off very well. You know what I mean? And and I, let's be honest, we've all seen movies where they portray an, an American Indian character as wooden or, or you know, difficult to, yeah. So I think, I think the choice there to make him more, gen, more genuine, like Cheryl said, is, was, was a really great one. All right, so we go, we go back and forth with uh, Squanto teaching the monks and the monks teaching Squanto until finally he's able to communicate to them that what he wants is to go back home to the new world. And um, it's, it's a, there's there's a point at which the uh, the English come and and raid the, the the monastery because they have seen Squanto and it's at that point that we get the reveal between he and Brother Paul. Brother Paul um, does not give him up, even though he knows that Squanto is there, uh, and that's where we see that that Squanto has become part of their family. But eventually, we we find out that um, Squanto. And Brother Daniel learn of a ship that's about to leave. Wait, wait! I want to make a comment there. Yes. Sir. So, so there is there's kind of sort of a, a a paraphrasing of a Star Wars line at that point. Yes, there is. <laughs> um, Brother Daniel, who is Mandy Potemkin, when, when Squanto says you you don't you know he he has this conversation with the monks because they didn't fight back. And they kind of do their monk thing. And they say it's not their, it's not our way. It's not how we act. Now, you have to remember that the Jedi are partly based on monastery monks, among other things. Okay, including Native American culture, and on and on and on. So this is they have, there are a lot of ties here between the two. But Brother Daniel, 
who is played by Amanda Tengen, actually says, hatred only leads to more hatred, which is very similar to a certain line by Yoda, I'm just saying. Woohoo, Yoda! <laughs> Everybody loves Yoda. And other than that, there's really no Star Wars connection in this movie. So let's go on. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, yes, so Squanto and, and the monks learn of a ship that is getting ready to leave Plymouth, which is where Squanto landed. Uh, and so they decide to go to town. Wait, what Plymouth, they... wait, Plymouth, England. Let's, let's make it clear. Because clear. someone on this podcast thought, when, when they said Plymouth, England in the beginning, thought Plymouth, Massachusetts. No, I just <laughs> saw Plymouth, that's all. So. Yo, yo, no, no. And I said it said Plymouth, England. And you're like, no, that's Plymouth, Massachusetts. They mean New England. I'm like, no. So there. And this is what it's like to watch movies in the Perlmutter household, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And we throw things. Tofuti! I believe it. What they don't know is that uh, Sir George has has leaked word of this um, ship that is that is leaving from Plymouth because he wants to recapture Squanto. Because Squanto was such a huge hit after his performance with the bear that they need him back for more performances. Uh, and meanwhile, Epinal has has convinced the English that he knows where they can find gold in the New World. Uh, and, and, and just basically lying to them so that he can get back home. Uh, but Squanto and Brother Daniel go back to Plymouth, and uh, they see Squanto sees that Epinal is uh, being forced to perform just as he had been, and goes to save him. Um, and so the trap is sprung. Dun dun. Thank you. And, and, Squan- and Squanto is recaptured uh, and and is therefore going to be left behind while Epinal sails for the New World to lead the English to this gold of which he has promised. However, MacGyver Squanto, or Squantini, whichever you prefer, uh, escapes yet again. Us- using mice to chew through his bonds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I... I- I've seen this in, like, so many other movies, and there it's a joke, and here it was, like, completely serious, and that was, like, the harder thing about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of nuts. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, he so he, he gets the uh, the rats to chew through his bonds, and he escapes. So so after his dramatic escape with the, with mm-hmm. the rats chewing through his bonds, uh, Squanto runs through the streets, uh, and manages to to escape. Uh, he he manages to to find a horse, and and what horse would that be? The one he rode in on. Sorry, <laughs> I had to set Todd up. And <laughs> I, I was going to say Tonto. <laughs> but yes, the the white horse that he rode in on. In case there was any question that he's the hero of the piece. <laughs> Get it, folks? The horse he rode in on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but what happens is Brother Daniel had been at the pier and had been looking for where they were keeping Squanto. And Mr. Dermer, uh, Thomas Dermer is the name of the character, who is um, the person who is the translator for uh, Sir George's forces. So when they originally go to, to the New World and uh, ever since he's come back, he is the one who's been agitating, saying that you know these people are not savages. You need to be able to trade with them, et cetera, et cetera. He tips off Brother Daniel uh, as to where Squanto is, and then Brother Daniel's able to assist him. Uh, so Mr. Dermer is portrayed by Nathaniel Parker, who is probably better known for his role in another Disney film. I know. Uh, okay, raise your oh. hand. Uh, uh, Mr. Oh. Perlmutter. Yes. Oh. He was Master Gracie in Haunted Mansion. Yes, he was. Woohoo! So if you're keeping count, we have in this film Dumbledore, Indigo Montoya, and Master Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Kind really of. is. And Pocahontas. Uh, and Pocahontas. That's yeah. right. That's right. Oh, and, and technically, Epinal also played Injun Joe in the Tom and Huck movie that, co- that came out the year after this movie. Really? Yeah, he did. I did not know that, sir. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, Tom was thrilled because he found he could tell Kristen about the Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's right. Oh, that's right. Because it was, cause it was that's right. It was another Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie and a Disney movie. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> J- JTT in the house this yeah. time. Yeah. In the mid nineties, right? 
podcast. Wow. Yeah. So, but but what I so the rest of the movie, although idealized, right, is is very it's still you know somewhat true to true to it's it's realistic, not true to life, I should say, because it takes liberties. The part where I, I went okay, that's a little much, is when Squanto rides the horse, yeah, down the pier. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Jumps over Sir George across the water onto the moving ship. Yeah, to get back to the new world. You, you know what's funny? This is the only thing I remembered about the movie from having seen trailers from it before was the horse <laughs> jumping off the dock and onto the ship and I knew nothing else about this movie. But I'm like, I know that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um yeah, that that was crazy, is what that was. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was. Um, it, it, uh, and frankly, it was a little out of place with the rest of the movie, because the rest of the movie, although it has action scenes and fight scenes and that sort of a thing, it doesn't have that sort of crazy, you know, like like that would be in place in an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, this or, did not have that kind of. It was a Black Beauty moment, but then that then this is not Black Beauty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very true. So they journey back to the new world, he and Epinal, and they have a conversation uh, where Epinal says, you know, these people are not your friends. They, they, they're mean and cruel and greedy. And whereas Squanto's had a different experience in England, he was with the monks and they were very kind to him. And he says, you know, there is, there is goodness in these people and in every people and all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So when they get back to the new world, um, Epinal wins, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, right, because Guanto goes off to bed, and in the middle of the night, Epinal takes his tribesmen, and he uh, kills all the Englanders. And they also landed in Epinal's land, not not Squanto's land as well. Right. Well, the yes. two, yeah, and technically the two aren't that far off, because Epinal technically lived near Mar closer to Martha's Vineyard, so, like, almost where you grew, you know, south of where you grew up, Cheryl. And... Um. The so the Nosset were down by, by you know that whole Nantucket Martha's Vineyard area, and uh, Epinal the Pocksett were more northern Massachusetts. That's the fundamental difference between the two. Gotcha. Just so you know, you learn something every day, people. Yeah, you yeah, do. Especially when it's from Todd. <laughs> yes, Todd is very good with with bringing in the knowledge. Yeah. But um, it's, it, go ahead. I know. I, I had so this is. I, I figured this is a good point to bring up. This one problem I had with Epinal and Squanto in the movie. Please do. Yeah. Um, when they're together, they speak entirely too much English. For two <laughs> yes. people who are not from England, and it's not their native language. I noticed yeah. that little fault too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Although saw that. it was just at the end, though, because in the beginning was not. In the beginning, there was love. Native Americans. Well, because they did, but they didn't know English at that point. But yeah. once they know English, they spend the rest of the movie speaking nothing but English, including in front of their tribesmen. By the way, yes, and that was yeah. the part that throws me off a bit. the The other thing is, so they're having that conversation inside the ship, right? And Epinal's on his bed, and Squanto's hanging out near there, and they're and they're talking, right? Five feet away from them are Englishmen, and if they're having a private conversation about lying and cheating the English and, like, tricking them into getting them to come home, and instead of speaking in your native language, which would actually, they none of them understand except for the one guy on the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just saying that would have been a perfect time to be actually using your native language. Yeah. Fair point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing no. for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm totally with you. Roll. Yeah. So, but uh, Squanto, of course, is not uh, since he's a, a kind and loving Squanto, uh, is not in favor of this slaughter of the English that that Epinal has pulled off. However, Epinal warns him that you know you need to go to your village and see what's happened. So, this is another point where we diverge from history because Squanto goes to his village in the film, and his village is basically devastated. There's no one there. And it looks as though it's been, you know, destroyed. What actually happened is that the Indians who lived in his village were killed by disease. No, they, At least that's say, what we think. They say it in the movie. 
They did. Yeah, yes. in the movie in the movie he makes he makes reference to the fact that they were all killed by an illness brought by the English. He actually says that in one of his voiceover moments. Uh, okay, I'm so, sorry. My yeah. apologies then. Yeah, I mean in in real life we think it was like smallpox or something that there was no way that the the Indians would have ever been exposed to before. Gotcha. So and he finds the wampum belt. He does find the wampum belt yes. in, in the uh, in the ruins. And he mentions becoming a sachem, which I thought more was like – which when he said it and I wrote down the word, I thought he was thinking more like a, a revenant, which is not – although most people will think that's a ghost and an undead reference. It's actually, the, the, it's actually what um, – because he paints the ash on himself and in the, in the Dark Ages, a revenant was a person who was effectively dead, like dead to the world, and he'd paint ash on himself and wander around in a robes. That was a revenant. And um, – so I thought that's what Sachin meant because he paints the ash on himself and he goes off in the forest by himself. It actually means he became the local chief because oh. he was the only remaining member of his tribe. So he is effectively the chief. He's got the, the, the belt of power there. The wampum belt of power? The wampum belt of power, mm-hmm. right? And, got it. Uh, yeah, so. Got it. Okay. Interesting. I have to say I cried during the voiceover where he talks about his wife and – in in the in his plan and is in the cabin where they lived. That was yeah. kind of, that was very sad. It, it is a sad. Yeah. It was yeah yeah. Oh absolutely. They, they yeah I know. Well. I mean, we we poked a little fun at the movie, but again, I want to reiterate it's it's very well done and it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it's 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 well written. It's not. There's a lot of bad acting in it. True. Okay, but it's very well written. And the people who are good actors act well. It's just they're surrounded by a lot of people who aren't good actors. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, <laughs> it's not like what you would expect when you hear that they're going to tell the gru- the gritty story of the first Thanksgiving and this, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's much more light. Like I hate to say this, but it's much more lighthearted than you would expect this story to be. Yeah. So right, because the whole Sir George thing is a very Apple Dumpling Gang. <laughs> yes. Right. That's a good. That's a good comparison. Yes. <laughs> and when we get to that movie, we'll go over why I said that. <laughs> yes. Those of you who have seen it, you know, and right. um, you know, and, and then you know, that's basically it. You know, but this is right. This is very serious. It's like the same thing as earlier when he's at the um, after the dinner, which is the one where he has the conversation about God with the monks, right? Which was I thought was a very very interesting, you know, thing. And he goes, well, you know, he goes, you have no women. How do you grow your tribe? And that whole conversation, they keep going, we're not a tribe. I kept thinking, <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, gosh. you know, he has afterwards. He has this moment where he kind of goes outside and he talks about the seasons passing and how he misses his family and his people and Nakuma. And, and again, they keep. So they, they bring you on a, this roller coaster ride of very high, flighty moments to very serious and slightly depressing moments, and they do that right. throughout the movie. And they have his buddy, the Hawk. The Hawk. That's right. That's the right. Hawk always shows up to show him, either warn him of danger or show him the way. Because Squanto is also really the Beastmaster. Ooh, I like Ooh, it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> he kind of dresses like Beastmaster. He wears probably a little bit more than the Beastmaster did, but a little we can bit go. More. Yeah, yeah, we can go on. But the, the the final climactic part of the movie is is the portrayal of the first Thanksgiving, uh, where the pilgrims have landed and they're they're settling in Squanto's village, and he is getting ready to attack them. Uh, he see then he sees Epinal and his tribe about to attack them, and at a certain point, it kind of dawns on him that this may not be the way to do things. He steps out in between them. And gives his his speech about the fact that you know you kill them and they'll kill you and this will go on forever. Um, but what ends up happening is somebody gets an itchy trigger finger and shoots Epinal's son. It, it actually it's it's actually Epinal's son Pequod who actually fires first. Yes. So he, and and yeah, he got shoot for shoot. He got shot for shooting. Yes, he did. Uh, but. Squanto still manages to kind of stem the tide, and the the pilgrims apply their medicine, the Indians apply their medicine, and 
turns out that pick one lives, and we have and a wait, nice. We have mass. We have, I like the mass prayer ritual. That was that was like. Yeah, I I wrote I wrote the chimes and chant the English pray Pequod lives yay. <laughs> that, that about sums it up. That about sums it up. That's great. And 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 that of course is cause for a a massive amount of food. Yes, it is. Yeah, like um. There you go. Yes, like my my favorite little Passover song there, Cheryl. They they try to kill us, we survive. Let's eat. <laughs> well, that's the most, most we can tell the song because if we're doing more we'll be in trouble <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh and he gives and Squanto has they like to have Squanto tell these big raising speeches and that's kind of like how the movie ends right is with like a big it opens with this big deep speech it has several deep speeches deep Squanto speeches throughout it, and then it has ends with the, you know, there is only one moon, one sun, one mother earth. There is only one tribe. Let's live together in peace. That whole world unity yes. thing. And then they give you, and then they tell you that um, they did not live together in peace. Yeah, well, which right. Which I thought was rather counterproductive of the film. So, so they did live for a while in peace. It's just that after Squanto died... So in real life, after that supposed first Thanksgiving meal, Squanto only died a couple years later, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, But before that, he had negotiated the peace. There was actually a, a real peace treaty signed between the tribes and the uh, pilgrims, okay? But 50 years later, uh, the treaty goes away, and they're driven from their lands, and the 13 colonies are born. There you go. So, I just felt like putting that little button on the end of the movie, yeah, and saying that you know Squanto managed to keep things at peace for fifty years, but then it degenerated and they killed everyone. I thought that was kind of the wrong way to end this movie. True, but mm, yeah. it's what well, happened. You have to. I mean, at least they're not being. You know, they're not painting roses over it. Yes, but they didn't really care about historical accuracy in the rest of the movie. <laughs> right, so why throw this in now? I I, yeah, exactly. I, I do agree at that point. Um, it, it's really interesting. So here, here's something that I found was – so, uh, I mean, people, you know, they ask a lot how we research the movie. And I kind of start at the only two places you could really start when you're researching a movie, right? You start at IMDb and you start at um, Wikipedia, and then you kind of go from there to whatever else you can find online. Yep. You watch you, – you know, and so – but I saw something that I hadn't actually seen on IMDb before, and that is the lady who actually wrote the movie actually commented on one of the threads about the movie, right? And I thought that was kind of interesting because that's the first time I've ever seen that on anything that I've looked up on Wikipedia. I don't know. Did you, did you know what I'm talking about, Ryan? I, I do not. Yeah. So somebody asked a question about Squanto's age, right? And, you know, why um, – they, they pose it up, does anyone know how old he was, right? And she gets into the whole thing, and she talks about how while they did extensive research for the film, um, no, there are no historical sources that actually pin down how old he was, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? They comment on, his, on the real spelling of his name because Squanto was like the Americanization of the – I should say the – sorry, the Englishization. I don't know. I don't want to say the other word. And uh, <laughs> the, of his um, – of his name, right? His actual name was Tisquantum, right? Yes. Okay. And um, and I'm not actually have no clue how to pronounce that, so sorry if I messed that up. Um, and he did live where the pilgrims were, right? And he was abducted by traitors. So she goes through all the actual facts, right? Okay. And she said his whole tribe was wiped out, and he was the sole survivor. Again, you know, all, these are the true elements of the film that are there, like we were saying. Okay. So she does this whole thing about how the history, the historic moments, but she said, but yeah, we decided to, you know, make him younger than we thought he was, make him more heroic. We thought there would be more uh, tension in the movie, you know, if it was, if he was newly married and that kind of stuff. And so I, Disney knew what they were doing. She knew what she was doing and changing it. It's not like they did it because they didn't know the facts. They did it because it made a better movie, which yeah. happens a lot. I, I don't disagree with her. Yeah, I think, I think it did make a, a, a better movie. 
Absolutely. All right. Anything else we want to mention about uh, Squanto before we uh, throw out some ratings? Oh, um, well, okay. Let's see. Um, I couldn't find anything about the Plymouth Shipping Company. I was kind of disappointed about that. So if anyone has that, I'd be interested in what you can find. Figured I'd mention that. The listener challenge thrown out from... Yeah, that's, that's really the only thing. Oh, and, and I will include a, we- a, a link to the weekly reader version of the Squanto story, because I found that and I liked watching it. I've like watched it like 20 times now. The weekly reader version? <laughs> yes, and it has a, it has a quiz I, at the end. I now want to see this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we'll be throwing out a link. You'll be throwing it to me. Yes, I will. In Skype chat. All right. Woo-hoo. There we have it. All right, so that is Squanto, a warrior's tale. Cheryl, I must commend you for uh, for for finding this. This is literally the the Disney Thanksgiving movie because yes. it it takes you into the creation of Thanksgiving. So, um, if you if you're looking for a way to watch this, by the way, if you if you are our listeners and you you listen to the show before you watch, um, you're not going to find it on DVD. I will warn you of that. Um, you will. You can go to Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free on, on Amazon. Um, and you can rent it there, or you can rent it at Disney Movies Online and watch it on your computer. Or on iTunes as well. Yeah, iTunes yes. also has it. And on iTunes. Yeah. So all the, all the typical you know streaming movie services uh, where you pay for it instead of Netflix way, um, you'll be able to get this. Uh, and, and I recommend it if you have a couple bucks to spare an hour or so. Uh, right. Well, I figure you know what you do when your family's together on Thanksgiving. You put it in a couple hours before the meal is ready. Exactly. That's a good time to watch it. Yeah. Right after uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. No, perfect. No, 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 no. It has to be after the dog. No, because the dog show is right after the parade. <gasps> That's right. After oh. the dog show. I forgot it has about the dog show. the dog show. That's right. have to watch the I, dog show. I, I can tell I'm talking to women because they're not talking about the football game. <laughs> what for, what's football? The dog as, show always as, as wins I at my house. I don't know why. I'm not surprised, Todd. Because yeah. your parents are usually here, Todd. And my my father always has the controller. <laughs> oh, poor gotcha. Todd. Yeah. All right, Squanto, a warrior's tale. Cheryl, what'd you think? I think this is a solid three and a half. I mean, not quite. I mean, not quite a four, not quite a five, but a definitely solid three and a half. It's no Beverly Hills Chihuahua, definitely. Fair enough. What about really, you, Bree? Really, what is Beverly Hills Chihuahua? So, <laughs> one, would, one would hope nothing. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with Cheryl and give it three and a half. Um, in my eyes, it doesn't deserve a four, but it's not as bad as a three either. Um, it's it's just in the middle of, of those. Um, for me, it was, you know, not above average, but an average film. I, I can't see myself watching it for a while. Um, ca- kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas, maybe, a once-a-year film. I'm not comparing it to the quality, obviously, but, um, you know, yeah, three and a half. Todd, your thoughts, sir? Um, it was... A better movie than I was actually expecting. I mean, you just don't expect much from the name. Let's let's no. face it, right? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you you get it. Like I said, you get a movie that's fairly well written, though could be better acted. Like I said, and not I'm not again. I'm not knocking the major stars who are in this. I'm I'm saying that they're not surrounded by people who are good actors, and so they don't carry. There's there's not a lot between them, you know. Right. And um. So I go with a three. Fair enough. I I would agree with you. I'll get, I would go with a three as well. I think it's like like Bree said, average is a good term for it. Um, I I don't see myself watching this again, intentionally, mm. not not in a bad way. Just like I'm not really that interested in this story. Um, the story of the of, of you know the Thanksgiving and the Pilgrims and 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 the uh, the American Indians. It's just not something that interests me. But they made this interesting to me, and it was easy to watch. It wasn't a struggle to get through like some of the movies that, that we've seen. Um, it was fun, and I thought, you know, it, it's an enjoyable way to pass the time. It, it, it's not something I'll go back to probably, but I had fun watching it. So, yeah, I'd give it a solid three. Cool. I think I think we all would say we were surprised it was better than we thought it was, right? Definitely. Or yes. thought, it, thought it would oh, be. Oh, for right. sure. For yeah. sure. 
I, I, I was I was expecting some Beverly Hills Chihuahua esque uh, talk this evening. I have to say, <laughs> I was too actually. I yeah. even told my I even told my mom we were in the car today. I said I think this is going to be a very interesting podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out pretty good. Interesting in a different. It way. did. It did. Yeah. All right, so that is our program on Squanto, A Warrior's Tale. I just like to use the full title because if you're going to have it be A Warrior's Tale, you might as well talk about it, right? I agree. Absolutely. Yes. So Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, what is your take on it? Um, go view it on one of those services that we told you about and uh, let us know. Let us know what you thought. We, we would love to hear about it. Or let us know what you thought about the show. Either way, we appreciate it. Go and... You can leave a comment at, on the post where this show is on DisneyFilmProject.com, and you can let us know about that. You can uh, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter uh, at DizFilmProject or go to Facebook and search for Disney Film Project. You'll find us there. Um, go leave an iTunes review. You can go leave a review there and say, hey, I really like Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, and, and we'll, we will get the word there. So just uh, interact with us. We love it. We love to hear what you guys think about the show and uh, suggestions for future shows or – just questions, anything, anything you guys want to know. We're more than happy to to discuss it. Um, I wanted, um, I wanted to add that while we're happy to discuss it, our, our calendar for this year is already finished, and anything you suggest is for next year. That is correct. But so, suggest away. But suggest away. Yes. It may because our, our our, am I correct? Our calendar for next year is completely wide open, except for May fourth, twenty twelve. That's right. <laughs> Excitement. For those of you who do not know, that is when the Avengers is coming out. And if you don't know, shame on you. That's Indeed. right. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about the midnight screenings uh, and, and recordings um, at a later date. But anyway, uh, until, until next week, you can keep in touch with all of us. We mentioned at the top of the show that we're all prolific bloggers and Internet users. We have Mr. Todd Perlmutter, who writes uh, at touringplans.com, as do I. Uh, we have Cheryl, who you can find at about.me slash Cheryl P3. We have Brianna, who is writing over at DisneyDrivenLife.com, as, as do I. And uh, so just hit out there and, and, and don't forget Bree's adventures over at Adventures of Bree at adventuresofbree.blogspot.com. Are you going to write a trip re report from your last trip, Bree? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to have time before the new semester starts. <laughs> right. but, uh, but, uh, but just keep, keep watching because there could be there could be great stuff there and let's not forget yeah. our sponsors that of is course. correct um, we cannot forget our sponsors touringplans.com so i want to thank them for sponsoring this episode and uh, if you are out and about and headed to Walt Disney World as Bree was uh, you need to go to touringplans.com you can use the the lines application on your mobile phone while you're there and get wait times you can use the crowd calendar ahead of time to plan out uh, which parks you want to visit which days or you can use the touring plans themselves to determine the best order in which to hit all of the different attractions and uh, if you use those you will save time and money and uh, annoyance uh, and enjoy yourself so head over to touringplans.com and get yourself a subscription and enjoy that uh, while you are there so uh, until next week, everyone, uh, Nakuma. How? Hatred leads to more hatred. Blasphemy. That's not a miracle. <laughs> <laughs>